back after uh, a week long vacation that uh, I think was pretty pretty refreshing, pretty nice, pretty fun. Um, but good to be here. Lots of things to get to for Tuesday, December twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. But first, do want to recap um, at least my Christmas weekend. Hopefully, you had a great Christmas as well. Uh, I'd love to hear about it. Feel free to give me a call. But it was fantastic. We went up north uh, to Ellsworth, Michigan. Uh, never been to Ellsworth before, so that was really cool. Stayed at a I think it was like, a, I don't know if it was Airbnb or a Verbo or whatever it was. Uh, Jocelyn's mom um, planned the whole thing, put it all together for us. Uh, so it was great. Great to spend time with uh, her mom, her uh, sisters, and my brother-in-laws. Uh, brought the dogs as well, uh, at least a couple of them. Plinko was there. Uh, and my other, uh, I guess I guess to call him a nephew dog. Is that what you call a dog of a that's in your family? I don't know. I call him my dog nephew, um, Chip. So that was a lot of fun to to spend some time with the dogs. And I'll tell you, the weather up there was, uh, well, pretty bad, just like it was here in southwest Michigan. A lot of snow, very, very windy. Um, this, this house that we stayed in was on the uh, Grand Traverse Bay in beautiful northern Michigan. So uh, that was cool, but I will say very, very windy as soon as you walked outside. Like you almost couldn't, uh, you had to hold on to the door when you opened it up because it would just, it was very, very windy. Um, snow was going all over the place, drifting. So needless to say, we didn't really leave the house for about two or three days, which was totally okay because we had all the food that we needed. We had all the uh you know, adult beverages and all the other things that we needed. So uh, went through a, a good amount of wine, I'll say. Um, but just a really fun time to to spend it with the family. Um, so it was great. I, I'll, I'll talk more about it with you if you want to later on. But uh, I do want to tell you about some of the things that are going on today. Uh, as we're in this, this weird period uh, of time. Tuesday, December 27th is, you know, a day that, Anything after Christmas, you're just like, oh, is it New Year's yet? And a lot of people going on vacation. Speaking of warmer weather, I've seen uh, friends of mine going to the Bahamas, friends of mine going farther south and saying, hey, it's vacation time. I'm out of here. But uh, for those of you that are sticking around here in southwest Michigan, some holidays you might want to celebrate. If you're staying at home, not doing much uh, on Christmas break, it's a cutout snowflake day. So if you want to make some of those, uh, the paper snowflakes are actually derived from the ancient Japanese art of kirigami. It's like origami, but with scissors. So uh, not folding. Well, you can fold to, to then cut. And just like uh, those snowflakes, now uh, no two are alike unless you use a stencil or something like that. I will say I was never really good at those. So if anybody has any good cut out snowflake tips i'd love to hear about those because i i always did them but i mean they didn't look great and then i have friends that would you know unfold theirs after making the cuts and i'm like oh that that looks like a snowflake mine does not uh and in honor of the holidays today is national fruitcake day um the fruitcake dates back to ancient rome it was made once, and it's been re-gifted ever since. 
Actually, in 1913, uh, someone had the idea for mail-order fruitcakes, um, possibly a way of sending both holiday greetings and punishment. Sometime around the 1940s, uh, people started using fruitcake as a uh, well, derogatory term for people uh, who are a bit weird or different and is in uh, nutty as a fruitcake. In that case, uh, it would make more sense to say nut cake instead, wouldn't it? Because um, there's, I mean, are there nuts in fruitcake? I don't know. Honestly, I, I try not to eat fruitcake. And then when someone has one there, I got if someone gets one or gives me one, I got to eat, eat at least one piece. And to be honest, it's actually not bad for, for if you find a good one. But most of the time, people just wrap them up and re-gift them to somebody else. And they last forever. Today's also the day that the uh, Times Square ball gets bedazzled. Workers will install new uh, Waterford crystal triangles on the Times Square's New Year's Eve ball. Uh, the thing is 12 feet in diameter, weighs almost 12,000 pounds. It's loaded with uh, about 2,688 Waterford crystal triangles that are then bolted to the wall or to, bolted to the ball and then attached to thousands of LEDs that can light up in more uh, than 8,000 different colors. And it would probably look amazing over your hot tub or in your living room. Pretty amazing. Um, but I will say I've never understood the ball drop. Jocelyn and I talked about that last uh, a couple weeks ago and trying to figure out why they do that. So I'm going to dig up some history and give you some useless knowledge on that because I always love trying to find useless knowledge. So I'm going to I'm going to find out more about why and, and at least first the first time that they ever did the uh, New Year's Eve ball drop. If you happen to know that useless knowledge, feel free to share it with me. I don't I always love useless knowledge. I always love uh, weird holidays and just weird things in the news. I, I, I gravitate towards that stuff and I always like to tell people about it. So feel free to reach out to me. You can always email let's talk at wsjm.com and uh, give me a call. 925 um, WSJM. Yeah, I remember the number now. <laughs> I've been gone for a week, so I, I just got to get back into the swing of things. It's time now for Got Something to Say, where we talk to your friends and neighbors about what's going on right here in our community. We always like to keep you informed with stuff that's going on, especially if you're part of a nonprofit group or uh, maybe you volunteer for one. Maybe you have a year-end fundraiser that you're trying to hit. You're trying to hit a, a grant match or something like that. I want to get the word out for you. Feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to talk about some of the things you have going on. Uh, you can email let's talk at wsjm.com. You can also give me a call, leave me a voicemail with some information so we can kind of get that conversation started. Love to, to chat with you even before year end. You know, the, there's still st some time that we can chat. So feel free to reach out to me. Um, got something to say is brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guest today is Alexandra from the YMCA of Greater Michiana. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Johnny? Doing fantastic. Uh, really excited to be chatting with you because uh, this is the time of year where a lot of indoor activities are happening because it, while it is cold outside, there's not quite snow on the ground just yet. But the seasons have changed when it comes to sports, and now we're into basketball season. We know a lot of basketball happening from 
high school all the way to little kids. And you, uh, we're talking about that right now with uh, some youth leagues that you have. Now, these are starting up here pretty soon. Is that right? Yep. They start in January and go through March. Um, registration is happening now. Um, we have leagues available at our Benton Harbor St. Joe branch, our Niles Buchanan branch, and even our South, Bren- South Bend branch. Okay, so this is uh, this is something that you guys have been doing for quite a while. This is this is not new, so you know what you're doing when it comes to handling all that. Um, and w- when it comes to this, how does a youth basketball league work? I mean, if I had kids uh, that were going to be a part of this, what are the kids going to learn and be able to do besides, well, play basketball? Are they going to actually learn the skills and all the things and have practices and all those things that they have to go to? They sure will. And we serve kids from kindergarten um, up through sixth grade. So we have something for all of the, all of the youth um, through those grades. And um, yeah, our programs don't just teach the fundamentals of basketball. Um, they, they teach our why character values, um, which include honesty, caring, respect, and responsibility. Um, these are, you know, great things for kids to learn um, that, you know, go along with learning a sport as far as teamwork and confidence and all those other sorts of life skills. Yeah, that's where that sportsmanship aspect of basketball really, I think, the foundation of that. If you start it when they're younger, they'll uh, they'll keep those values all the way through uh, all the sports, not only basketball, but all the other sports activities and really life that they, they go through uh, as they get older. So let's talk about this league. So like you said, kids, small. So you're talking like kindergarten kids. They're, they're not shooting on the 10-foot hoop, right? They're shooting on uh, something a little shorter, I'm sure. <laughs> Yep, and we shorten the courts too, um, so they they have an opportunity to like learn all the different parts of it and just have fun. Um, that's really the most important part about our leagues. Um, those Saturdays are when the games are from January to March, and our YMCA's are just so like a buzz those mornings, and it's just so fun to see the support that all that everyone has for these kids on learning this sport and just getting a chance to be with their peers and have fun. Absolutely, and I'm assuming this is a very popular thing. So parents probably want to sign their kids up uh, sooner rather than later so that they get a spot um, and they get uh, you know on a team and all that, right? Yeah, last year we had over 500 kids participate wow. in our leagues. That's for all our branches, so a little bit less, um, you know, each facility. But um, that's a lot of area kids that are, um, you know, feeling the impact of this amazing program. Let's talk uh, time commitment, because I know parents uh, around this time of year and in the beginning of the year, they're, they tend to be very busy, you know, taking the kids to all kinds of different activities. What's the time commitment? Like when, you know, you mentioned Saturdays for for games mm-hmm. and things, but what about practices and, and other uh, commitments when it comes to being a part of these bath, basketball leagues? Sure. So um, our coaches will schedule a practice during the week for the kids um, and then they'll have their game on Saturday. So it's basically one practice during the week and and a game on Saturday. Um, and that's that goes for, you know, a couple weeks, couple months and um, then they're done. That's awesome. Now, uh, you you have some new things that are going on this year. And so I guess, should we talk about, you know, what's available at the different locations? Because some of that stuff has, has changed and expanded, right? 
Yeah, so this year at our Benton Harbor St. Joseph YMCA, we added a third and fourth grade basketball league. Um, so we really wanted to engage that eight to 11 um, age group a little bit more with our activities. Um, and so we decided to add a league for them. And we're really trying to drum up participation for those third and fourth graders. Um, and that league specifically is separated by boys and girls. Okay. Um, so they play on separate teams. But for our younger kids, like our kindergarten and first and second graders, they play on co-ed teams. Okay. Um, um, so, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, I mean, large amount of interest and a lot of kids that are participating in this means, uh, well, you can expand it to uh, to, you know, more age groups and even separate them into boys and girls and be able to do that. So that's all really awesome. Um, all right. What are some other things that I should know if I'm, you know, a parent and I'm on the fence still about uh, if this youth basketball league is right for my kid, um, what's what's it going to cost me to be a part of this? So the price varies a little bit um, depending on when you register. Um, we have early registration going on right now um, through January 1st. Um, so on New Year's Day, when you're hanging out at home, you can still register for youth basketball at that discounted price. Um, and then from January 2nd to the 10th, um, the price goes up $10. Um, okay. So a little bit re later registration price goes up. And then um, it depends on, there's a little bit more price difference between age and if you're a Y member or not. Uh, y members get discounts on all of our programs. Um, we try to make it a little bit more affordable for members, but we offer um, our programs to the community as well. And everyone is invited to come um, join our programs. That's really awesome. Yeah, this is a, a really great thing that you guys do. Uh, what about coaches? I mean, how many coaches do you have for this? And do you guys need volunteers for, for any of that aspect or assistance or something along those lines when it comes to this youth basketball league? Yeah, we always are looking for more coaches. We have a lot of parents that volunteer um, for their kids' teams and even staff members here at the Y um, like to jump in and participate and sort of get that hands-on experience with the kids. Even if they don't work in a child, you know, development mm -hmm. department, they, you know, like to branch out and sure. um, get involved. And so... Um, yeah, we're always looking for coaches. You can reach out to the Y branch that you're interested in um, coaching at, and we can set you up with, you know, a coaching responsibility or even, you know, we do scoreboards and, you know, wrangling people, you know, those sorts of volunteers are needed as well. And these leagues happen in your St. Joe Benton Harbor uh, location, as well as the Niles Buchanan and as well as down in South Bend too, right? Yep. Yep. We're, we're all over the place doing basketball this, this winter. Yep. That's awesome. I know when I go to the Y, I see uh, the basketball carts always usually fold. No games going on while well, some pickup games and things like that. But it's always great uh, when, uh, you know, fathers and sons or brothers and and sisters are, are playing basketball and shooting hoops and just having a good time because not only is it fun, it's good for your health, but it's also, uh, you know, it's even better when you make the basket. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, and you win. <laughs> um, but again, these, uh, this information for all of this, this youth basketball league, where's a good place for us to find that? And what can we find when we go to your website? Yeah. So, um, you can go to ymcagm.org slash 
YBL as a youth basketball league. We even have a link to it on our homepage, so it's pretty easy to find, ymcagm.org. Um, there you can find game dates, pricing, um, online registration is available there too for members and the community. And we also offer financial assistance, um, which is a great thing that the YMC as a nonprofit offers mm -hmm. um, to to anyone for our programs and for our memberships. Um, we want to make sure everyone, no matter your financial circumstances, can participate in these programs because they really do, um, you know, develop, you know, the, the youth and, mm -hmm. and support healthy living for our community. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, like you mentioned, when it comes to that beginning of the year, even, you know, Christmas break's going to be here before you know it. Um, you may be thinking, oh, maybe I should become a member of the YMCA uh, and sign up because uh, that, like you had mentioned, even with this Youth Basketball League and a lot of different programs and, and offerings that you have throughout the year. You get some discounts if you're a member of the YMCA. So it's a pretty good advantage uh, and good benefit to become a member of the Y, right? Absolutely. And January is the perfect time of year to join. We offer a $0 join fee in January. So it's really the there's no excuse not to join because, you know, after, once that join fee is waived, there are no annual fees and no contracts. So um, you can just be a member and pay your monthly fee. And that's all all there is to it. Fantastic. Good stuff as always uh, happening at the YMCA. Hopefully uh, you fill up all of these leagues and more uh, for youth basketball, but then uh, looking forward to all the other great things that you guys have coming up. But like you mentioned, ymcagm.org to get all the info on youth basketball league, uh, programs and classes, membership, and all the other uh, stuff that the YMCA of Greater Michiana has to offer. But Alexandra, always good to chat with you. Merry Christmas, by the way. Merry uh, to Christmas you. to you as well. And we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, in the new year. Happy New Year, too. And if you'd like to chat with me, we'd love to talk about uh, some of the things that are going on in your community. Uh, you know, uh, whether you're part of a nonprofit, maybe you volunteer for one. You got something going on. Maybe you got a program or event that is coming up soon. Feel free to reach out to me. You can always call me 925-WSJM. You can email let's talk at WSJM.com as well. Got something to say brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. I love chatting with my good friends from the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber. Sarah Spoonholtz on the phone. Hello, Sarah. How are you, my friend? Good. I'm good, Johnny. How are you? I'm doing well. How was your Christmas? It was, I mean, it was good. We didn't get to celebrate until yesterday just because everybody was so snowed in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, it was good. A day delayed, but um, still great to see, you know, my parents, see yeah. like two of my brothers. So, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. How was yours? You know, mine was good. We, we, we uh, went uh, up north over the weekend, and it was, uh, well, actually, we were gone for three, four days Uh through the whole entire Christmas weekend up north. And it was fantastic. Very windy and cold, just like it was down here. Um, but it's good to be back home. I honestly never thought I would uh, say, oh, great to be back home and back in just the little, it's about the little things. The, like being in my bed, being able to take a shower yeah. in my shower, all of those little, the little things that you take for granted at home. I really looked forward to being back. So it's it good to be yeah. back today. 
Um, Being but, able to grab clothes that are right. in your suitcase. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's what's going on over at the chamber? What do you guys have going on as we uh, get uh, towards the end of the year here? Yeah, so this week we are going to be um, doing things a little bit differently. Um, so between vacation times and just uh, mm-hmm. trying to wrap up things for the new year, um, to prepare for the new year. So we will be working on limited hours at the actual office, but I'll be working remotely. I've got a couple of other things to do, like, uh, you know, clean out a greenhouse to prepare to sell that greenhouse. Right. So I will be uh, working from my house, um, but I'll be popping into the office. Jasmine's on vacation this week and Arthur will be in and out um, if he is able to as well. So sure. if you need us, email, best way to get a hold of us. Okay. Just a heads up there. But we are preparing for a fantastic start to 2023. We have uh, our first ribbon cutting of the new year coming up on January 26th. And that is with Point Blue. They uh, help clients through the Midwest by helping to expertly navigate environmental regulatory compliances. Uh, They are a team of professionals skilled in property transaction, due care, uh, site investigation, site remediation, vapor intrusion, hydrogeological monitoring, and brownfield program. So they have a brand new location on Cleveland, uh, South Cleveland in St. Joe. You might know them from their previous name, uh, which we won't even go into. Uh, but <laughs> they are, um, Mark Steven and his team, they are a fantastic crew. So we are super excited about welcoming him in. And I believe it's the old Huntington Bank or Chase, okay. the chemical bank location that they are in. Um, if I remember correctly, trying to remember what bank sure. was on the side of the building. Right. But they are directly across from uh, like Forever Clean Soap Works and Sports 44, right next to Family Focus Financial and um, All-Star Family Chiropractic. Mm-hmm. So the building that's right, right there. And uh, we're really looking forward to helping to celebrate with them. So that's our first thing. And then we jump to February with our annual, uh, our business recognition annual award ceremony and annual meeting. And we are super excited about this because, well, we have a lot of great things planned for it. So doors will open at 7 a.m. on Friday, February 17th. Yes, I said Friday. We normally do it on a Wednesday or Thursday this year. We're doing it on a Friday changing things up a little bit, and that's all uh, presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, Honor Credit Union, and Indiana Michigan Power and AEP Company. We have a lot of great other um, fantastic sponsors who have joined us, including Comcast Business, Horizon Bank, Midwest Family of Southwest Michigan, Sturgis Bank and Trust, MoodyInTheMarket.com, uh, Combined Insurance Agency, Krugel Lawton CPAs, Waterfront Health of Framing and Fashion, South Shore Health and Racket Club, and United Federal Credit Union. So what we will be doing that day is we'll be announcing our new board of directors, recapping 2022, sharing exciting news for 23, and handing out our business recognition awards. We'll also hearing a special keynote, which I don't know if I can even announce who our keynote is. Oh. But, um, yeah, like waiting on the official bio. So we will be making that special announcement coming soon. But... Um, it should be a fantastic day. We're really looking forward to it. Very excited about it. Sponsorships are still available if you're interested, if your business is interested in getting involved. Um, and tickets are now officially on sale as well. So um, if you go to our website, smrchamber.com, you can get all the details for the ribbon cutting. You can get details for Debbie Sterling, which is coming in March. Mm-hmm. Plus, you can also find the link information for how you can do sponsorships as well as purchase tickets. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. You guys are gonna, time. You guys are going to be busy 
for sure. Um, that keynote, that keynote speaker, <laughs> that that's uh, that's me, right? I'm I'm, I'm speaking at the the, the breakfast. No, I thought you were doing the live broadcast. Am I? Am no, I at least getting the? Am I at least getting the invite? Because I get snubbed every year. Like, yeah, you guys make that absolutely. happen. Okay, okay. You know what? You can if you get snubbed again this year. If you don't get the official invite, you can take that up with Zach, and uh, <sighs> let me know, and then I'll take it up with Zach as well. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, because even a, even a me and Moody uh, tandem, I'm cool with that. We could uh, we could both uh, do the show and and talk about some great oh, yeah. things. I think that can happen. Uh, I just want to hang out with you guys. That's really, I mean, I don't even need to do a live broadcast. I just want to hang out with all my my favorite people uh, at the chamber and all Aww. the people in our community. So just uh, just well, try you know to- what you are definitely more than Mary. I will work with Zach on that to make sure that you are there. Yeah, we'll we'll make it happen. Just give me Zach's yeah. invitation. And I'll take. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't need to be you know, there. He's supposed to be helping MC it. So, oh, okay. He he doesn't need to be there. Uh, but there's so many great things going on as always. Uh, at this, you know, it's it's not he's on the board and all that stuff. That's cool. But, you know, he he doesn't need to be there. Uh, anyways, we'll have that conversation another time. But uh, always uh, cool things happening at the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber. Uh, Sarah, you got a lot of great information over there. So uh, uh, thank you for all the great work that you guys do. And uh, definitely want to check out your guys' website uh, to learn more about all the cool things happening. But enjoy uh, working remotely. You you've got the plow. The they cleared out your driveway, right? You're you're good to go. Because I know you live in a, a a pretty pretty snowy area, or lots lots of snow drifts that happen there. But you're you're clear. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, there's still like some three four foot snow drifts in part of the driveway, so sure. we're gonna have to clear that out yeah. um, to get to the greenhouse so that we can clear that out so that we can get it sold. But I mean, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Nice cozy day. Just sit by the sit by uh, the cat and just enjoy some tea or coffee and uh, enjoy yeah. your day. But thank you so much. Uh, check out smrchamber.com for all the info that you need to know about stuff we talked about this morning. But Sarah, thank you so much for spending some time with me this morning. You're welcome, Johnny. And you know what? Have a fantastic rest of your 22. And I look forward to uh, talking to you in 23. You as well. New Year's Eve is coming up here very soon. Jocelyn's here. Do you remember the last New Year's Eve uh, that we actually stayed up for? Because nope, no, I I, I don't think we've I think we've missed the past few. Yeah, a few years ago we went to my sister's for a New Year's Eve party, but I believe you were out by ten thirty. Oh man, that's okay. I stayed up and ate cheese and drank champagne. Nice. That was nice. I, I I like parties like that. You just go into a few friends' houses and uh, just you know hanging out and. You know, if we get to the ball dropping, eh, it happens. But I've never understood the ball drop. That's like a, I think it's a World's Fair thing, but I'm not 100% sure. I was not around during that time, so I cannot confirm nor deny. Okay. It is cool. Uh, I know we've known some people that have gone to Times Square Mm -hmm. for the New Year's Eve uh, extravaganza. I just cannot fathom. No. Shoulder to shoulder, I just cannot. I can't be around that many people. I used to be an extrovert. Yeah. And then uh, since COVID, I am no longer an extrovert. Right. Yeah. Uh, but somebody asked recently how long it's acceptable to stay after midnight, after the ball drops. 52% of people said no longer than one hour. Like after an hour, once it hits 1 a.m., once it hits midnight in the central time zone, get out. 
I mean, you don't want to stay till sunup, but isn't that kind of the risk you're taking when you have a party? Yeah, I mean, unless I, when you greet people at the door, you're like, "Hello, thank you for coming. Please leave by one thirty." I feel like at that point, and if people are you know having a good time and drinking or something like that, you almost invite the fact that you may have people sleeping over. Right. Like you better bring some. You better tell them if they're gonna come bring an air mattress. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows it's not gonna be. Uh, Reminiscent of a frat party, but... Mm -hmm, Right. One thing that's interesting is some people said, actually nearly half of people, said they think it's rude to take off before midnight. Again, you can't control that. Yeah. You what? So, okay, what time does your party start? Eight? So now you have to stay longer than four hours? That's a long party. It is. Are we just old? I think, I mean... I, I feel like I'd have a party that starts at 11, gets right. 10 at midnight, get out. I mean, what else are you doing? You're just standing around and talking and eating food and drinking, right? Right. So why do you have to be there for a set amount of time? But we don't host a lot of people. I don't think I don't think in our entire relationship we've ever hosted ourselves a New Year's party, have we? Oh, no, that's sad. Do you want to do that this year? Um, I don't know if we can do it right this year. Because it takes a lot of planning and and and. You know, organization well, and all that. I'm very particular. To put it you know, like I'll be scrubbing baseboards with a toothbrush, and mm-hmm. you'll be like cleaning the gutters, like men do random things that don't have anything to do with the party. Right. I'm gonna go outside for a little bit. And, uh, I'm gonna check out the uh, the lawnmower. Are you sweeping the sidewalk? Make sure the lawnmower is ready to go. I'm gonna winterize it. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> the average host for a New Year's Eve party. We'll invite 19 guests. I don't know 19 people. I don't, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's not that I don't know 19 people. I don't know 19 people that I'd want to have in my house for that long period of time. Right. 19 people you want to give your address to? Sorry. No, thanks. Yeah. Too many true crimes. Yeah. I like true to invite, crimes. I like to invite my friends over by uh, having them sit in the passenger seat, wear a blindfold. <laughs> yeah. So they don't know how to get to yeah. my house. Take a few uh, wrong turns so they can't memorize the directions. Oh, I thought your, I thought your house was only like five minutes from, from my house. Nope. Definitely not. Whoa, there's that weird pothole over <laughs> on 9th Street. The best thing to bring to a New Year's Eve party. Cheese. Cheese. It, yeah. Food. Uh you know, champagne yep. or any other alcohol or any other drinks, um, other food and even party favors. My parents um, always threw a, a, a pre-New Year's Eve party for us when we were little. So at like 9 p.m., um, they would change all the clocks to Aww. Um, midnight. And then we always had escargot and caviar and... Wow. Um, sparkling grape juice. Yeah. Jeez, pinkies out for those kids. Well, I have a, I have a French background, so sure. No, oh, that's cool. Uh, man, I wish I would have been at your New Year's Eve parties. Those sound fun. Uh, over half of people said that it's uh, the one day of the year you should never be alone. Aww. Yeah, Why? You, I don't. I don't know. I guess you got to kiss somebody because everything is closed the next day, so you can't like go do things to get your mind off how lonely you are. I guess. Read a book. 59% of people, or 59% of us, uh, have spent New Year's Eve alone before. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sad. 
60% of people said that they have uh, made a friend or met their significant other at a New Year's Eve party. Okay. That could, yeah, that, that makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. He's uh, because you said the French. Oh, it's yeah. The French. Uh-huh. Yeah. As a maker of friends. <laughs> That kind of went a little Italian because I was yeah. moving my hands. Thirty-six uh, percent of people in this uh, this recent poll uh, said they've already have a New Year's resolution in mind. Yeah, I don't do those. No, my New Year's resolution most years is to not have a New Year's resolution. I put like I put like good thoughts out into mm-hmm. like what I want, um, not even to accomplish this year, but what I want to to how I want to grow as a human, right? Or not even goals like. Even those are too specific. Like, hey, you know what? This year's going to be great. We're going to be healthy. We're going to be happy. Like, that's it. That's yeah. that's that's my max. Or I, I sometimes will do the, I don't even make a list, but I'll say, yeah, those are some things I don't want to do anymore. So I'm going to stop doing that or at least hope to not do that and then maybe try to do some of that stuff. So it's not really, they're not really resolutions. Because right. they're not concrete, they're right. not a list. Resolute. Just, yeah, they're not resolute. So I just say, eh, yeah, I'm going to try to be a little bit more financially mindful or... Yeah, you know, I don't maybe- like when people tell me what to do and I feel like everyone's saying, well, you have to have a resolution. No, I don't. No, I don't. My resolution is to do whatever I want. Yeah. The uh, end. I'm going to have a revolution <laughs> instead. <laughs> An overthrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good idea. I would do that. Yeah. Put that on the list. Um, there is no list. Yeah, put that on your... Yeah, wait. Don't put it on the list. Put Okay, put it on the list and then burn it. And then get rid of that list so no one ever sees it. I would do that. A mental list. I burn like it, it in the fire. Burn it in the, burn it in the fire. So hopefully, uh, out of this, what we've learned is that please don't be alone on New Year's <laughs> Eve. Uh, and if you are alone, you can come to our house, but maybe next year because yeah. we're not ready. Yeah. Or uh, if you're willing to sit in the passenger seat and wear a blindfold, uh, then maybe we could work something We'll out. come pick you up. <laughs> Here's some of the things people are talking about this morning. You know, a lot of those flights that got canceled over the weekend for the holidays made it tough for a lot of people uh, traveling. I know the weather was absolutely awful, so it was really hard to fly or get really anywhere uh, over the holiday season. But... Um, Hopefully, everybody was able to make it to where they needed to go eventually. Uh, One scary moment happened for the Cincinnati Bengals as their plane had to make an emergency landing on Christmas Eve. You know, they won their game against the New England Patriots uh, on Saturday, but almost didn't make it home in time for Christmas. They had a flight that they had to make an emergency landing in New York due to engine failure. Pretty scary stuff. The team was spotted at a JFK airport. Um, they were switching planes around 9 p.m. Eastern on Christmas Eve. Everybody's okay. One passenger did say, though, the landing was, well, uh, a little rough. So scary, scary moments uh, for a lot of people uh, flying around um, over the holiday weekend. The weather not going to stop the the Marines from doing their part in, in playing Santa and giving out gifts to kids as they've been doing this for many, many years with Toys for Tots. But uh, recently, the United States Marines uh, used snowmobiles and aircrafts to deliver Christmas toys to kids in remote villages in Alaska. Now, the gifts are sorted in Anchorage and then taken to uh, Kotzebue, uh, which is about 26 miles south 
of the Arctic Circle. Ooh, getting cold just thinking about it. But it's all part of their Toys for Tots program, which they started back in 1947. So they're trying to get stuff to or gifts to kids all around the world. Um, and some tips for you if you are starting to, you know, tear down some of the things that you have after now the gifts are all done and been given out. Maybe you're one of those people that decides, all right, December 26th or, you know, between Christmas and New Year's, taking down the Christmas decorations. I know we won't. Honestly, we probably won't take our Christmas decorations down until Valentine's Day. I mean, Jocelyn loves loves Christmas time, so she likes to leave that up for as long as possible. But really, a lot of our decorations have to do with like snow and and things like that. So we can kind of get away with having that. Plus, I don't want to take down my lights uh, on the outside because, well, don't want to try and do that in the snow. It's not going to be safe. But if you are one that takes down maybe the some of the decorations inside, your artificial Christmas tree, for instance. If you're taking down that fake Christmas tree this week, make sure you store it properly. 81% of households in the United States use our artificial trees. Experts have some advice on how to store them for the next year. Here's what you do. Store your fake tree horizontally in a sturdy bag, not in the cardboard box that it came in. And also uh, store it in a place with low humidity so it doesn't smell um, next year. I always like those uh, one artificial christmas trees that either uh just fold up like the if you flip it completely around and upside down the branches just fold back down then you can just throw a garbage bag on both sides boom you're done uh and store it but you know everybody's artificial christmas tree is different i remember when i was a kid ours were color-coded each branch but a lot of them were the the little like nail polish spot that told you what color they were was either missing. So we just kind of had to guess. So at some point we had just a very oblong, weird looking Christmas tree because, well, I was in charge of putting it all together. So eh, I do what I want. So it, it turned out OK. But just some of those things you need to do when you're uh, putting away your artificial Christmas tree, just uh, put it away and. Be Have it in a place where you can find all the pieces. That's really my advice. Your Money on the Market update brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owners agency in with offices in Niles and in St. Joseph. And you can see uh, this story about uh, Ryan Chevers of St. Joseph. He was recently selected to create the show Chef Ballers with his California-based uh, company, Paper Crane Productions. Gluten-free food brand uh, Zen B recently premiered the show, which features Alex Caruso of the Chicago Bulls, w WNBA star Taya Cooper, and it's hosted by Master Chef alum Monte Carlo. The show's airing before select Chicago Bulls games this December and was featured on a recent segment of Good Morning America, which you can find that clip at moodyonthemarket.com. Now, Cheever said that he received the call back in June that Paper Crane Productions would produce the four-episode, 24-minute show in Chicago. Now, Cheever said that he knew he needed a team in the Windy City to collaborate with, and his first call was to current Southwest Michigan residents John Pinto and Vince Pinto of Chicago-based JV Studios. Now, he says, when I saw their work online, I knew they were the guys for the job. 
He says, I couldn't be happier with what they helped produce in collaboration with my team at Paper Crane. Now, JV Studios handled the physical production of the show from camera operation to production sound and lighting. And the JV team filled out a crew of more than 35 to bring the project to life. Uh, the f- folks from JV say, uh, when Ryan first reached out to us, we knew this project was going to be a fun challenge. That's what John Pinto says. Also, uh, the conversation started by getting to know each other. And by the end of the call, we knew we were going to make a great team. Working on Chef Ballers was one of the best experiences in my career thus far. You can also check out the first episode of Chef Ballers. We got the link on our full story at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. Now, aside from operating Paper Crane Productions, Ryan Cheevers produces content throughout his uh, Southwest Michigan video production or video marketing company, that is, Little Red Fern. His background is in film production, where he's uh, worked on several feature films, such as The Wolf of Wall Street and Dumb and Dumber 2. And he says, it's great to, uh, that I get to produce work around the world with Paper Crane, and at the same time, work in a community I grew up in, creating content through Little Red Fern. It's uh, been really a, a fun journey and collaboration with people like Johnny and Vince make my job uh, even more enjoyable. You can check out that full story. Check out some of those uh, clips as well, including that first episode of Chef Ballers. Some great stuff uh, from a good friend of mine, Ryan Shevers. So check out that full story at MoodyOnTheMarket.com and on the Moody on the Market app. When you're on the go and you want to know what's happening in Southwest Michigan, we got you covered with MoodyOnTheMarket.com. And your update is brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS Today, your local auto owners agency in St. Joseph and in Niles.